Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. To today's episode of the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, I'm your host Stacy Cole Morgan. Here on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about Paul X joining the London Royal Ravens for a two-week contract. We're talking about Attach going into a new role for the Minnesota Rocker, along with Priesta, my major two week one top three qualifying matches, and Calvin Ridley in his suspension and what it means for the Atlanta Falcons moving forward. So in the end for delay, let's go to get straight into today's action. All right, guys, before we get into today's episode, if you don't mind, if you enjoyed last week's episode, please subscribe to the podcast now. It definitely does help out. If you've been listening for a while, please give it a five star on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It truly does help out in those senses. And on Good Pods HQ, definitely I'm moving up in the ranks and I cannot thank you guys enough for that so now let's go ahead and get into the meat of the matter so Pollux is joining the london royal Ravens. so the london royal ravens have signed Pollux on a two-week contract he will be filling in for gizmo who's flying back home for personal reasons gizmo is expected to return for next week's matches for week two of the qualifying series of the major two brackets so this is uh, unexpected right here, but I believe Gizmo has done this before during the inaugural season of the CDL, where he was a part of that Paris Legion team. You know, he had to quit for like, you know, a few weeks to go back home for personal reasons. And I can't remember right off the top of my head who filled in for him, but this is not something new that's just come up. You know, he has done this before and hopefully everything is okay since he is flying back home for personal reasons. But does this hurt his chances now if Paul X actually does step up in his role, in Gizmo's role, and totally dominates the scene? I don't know. We have to wait and see what happens right now against the London Royal Ravens, who will be taking on the New York Subliners this weekend. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, Attach has filled in a new role. He is now going to be in the flex role. And people are really, really happy that he is going into this flex role because Attach is more of that slower SMG kind of player, but also whenever he does pick up an AR, just, you know, off the ground, whenever he's out of ammo and it's SMG, boom, he, he is, he's just frying. So why not put him in a flex role where he's doing both AR and SMG? I think it's a great opportunity for Attach and also 
Priesta will be filling in the SMG role. You will now see Priesta as that now main MP40 player. And I think this is a great move as well. Priesta is definitely bringing a lot to the table, especially whenever it comes to SMD. And actually, ladies and gentlemen, I do have a few little stats right here on Attach and Priesta. Now, I've only done their KDs for each game mode. So, Attach, your hardpoint KD is a 1.02. SMD is 1.14. And Control KD is 1.11. So, definitely Attach as a great player for this Minnesota Rocker team. But whenever it comes to Priesta, Hopefully this SMG role can turn things around for the player because I really love Priesta. I remember him back whenever it was Atlanta phase during that inaugural season and he totally decimated the scene right then and there. But the hard point KD is 0.88. SND KD is a 1.02 and control KD is a 0.89. So definitely Priesta is a... Solid pickup for the SD role, but whenever it comes to hardpoint control, it, it can be worked on. And again, this is where I hope the SMG kind of play style picks up for Priesta because Priesta can do your running guns. But he sometimes gets caught off guard and can't shoot fast enough. And that's where I believe this SMG role can, can, solid, can solidify that. By saying, all right, if I'm getting shot from the back, I could quickly turn and kill my enemy before I get killed myself. And, you know, I was just running nonstop. So those are some uh, stats right there for attaching Priesta. I expect these uh, KDs to honestly improve for both players, but most so for attach moving into that flex role. Also, over the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, the Major One Championship Finals had hit a peak viewership of 186,000 and averaged 143,000 across CDL Sunday. That was the best performing Major since the CDL's inception. It is um, humbling to see so much of the community tuning in. And honestly, let's keep it going because, yes, this game sucks. Vanguard does suck. The pro players will even admit that. But they're trying their damnedest to make this the most entertaining season possible. You got great storylines. You got great long-term storylines, short-term storylines. I mean, you got it all. I mean, you got Optic winning and back on top for what now since 2019. So way over like a thousand days. and. And, and I love it. I really love it. I really wish FaZe would have won this. But at the same time, Optic was the better team at the end of the day. And this just cost it, you know, a lot of the viewership to be in the near 200,000s. Definitely, I'm highly impressed with that. But now, can the momentum keep going? That's where your next question comes in at. I don't think, I don't think you're going to get that much kind of viewership for qualifying matches, I could be wrong. I could possibly see now maybe like a solid 80, 80K for qualifying matches, even for like a low-ranked team like Paris Legion versus Florida Mutineers. I could see that match possibly getting like a near 65, 70K viewership. Now, since we have peaked 
186 at the top of the top, which would be an optic versus phase. So now, ladies and gentlemen, we are moving on over to my major two week one top three qualifying matches. And ladies and gentlemen, I do have some stats for you right here. But going into my top three matches, we got the New York Subliners taking on the London Royal Ravens. Now, why do I have this matchup being in this week's episode right here? Well, ladies and gentlemen, New York Subliners, I'm not going to say much about them because they have been a disappointing team. I'm looking at the London Royal Ravens. How are you going to bounce back from two losses, one in the winner's final and one in the loser's final? How are you going to bounce back from that? And especially now, since you got Paul X joining in Gizmo's place, can you continue your dominance and seek revenge later on down the road and possibly the major two tournament, you know, playoffs? That's what I'm looking at. So, for New York versus London Royal Ravens and Hardpoint, your kills per 10 minutes is for New York is 93.6 compared to London's 92.1. For overall KD, this is Team KD. New York sits at a disappointing 0.89, while London sits at 1.02, and deaths per 10 minutes is 105.3 versus 90.5. Definitely the London Royal Ravens are much more stricter whenever it does come to deaths in this category. And their their kill-death ratio definitely is a lot improved over New York subliners. So definitely, I really like what I see right there. I think Hardpoint can go in the favor of the London Royal Ravens. Search and destroy first blood for New York subliners is a 50.5% chance. And for Ravens, it is a 57.5% chance. So definitely, I'm I'm looking at the the Ravens to start getting those first bloods. Maybe miss a few on like maybe mid-rounds, like round four, round three, something like that. KD, again, 0.95 for NYSL, 1.02 for London Royal Ravens. And the number of maps, so definitely this is important right here. The London Royal Ravens has played 12 maps compared to NYSL, which is 11. So they do get that one map advantage over New York subliners who can really have that experience. For control, you, your kills per 10 minutes, 74.4 for NYSL compared to Ravens, 72.6. KD is a 0.96 versus the Ravens, 1.02. So definitely the the Ravens do keep a positive kill death ratio, but it can be higher going after this matchup right here. For number of maps, NYSL nine versus the Ravens ten. So the Ravens do have much more map experience rather than the New York subliners. But me personally, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going three one over New York subliners. I think the Ravens are just a better team. And losing Gizmo just for this week right here, I don't think will cost them too much. Might cost them in a little bit of the S&D category. But other than that, I believe the Ravens are going to be fine moving forward. So my next matchup, ladies and gentlemen, is the Atlanta phase taking on the Seattle Surge. Now, why am I looking at this matchup right here? Well, because 
It's not Seattle. They are coming off some disappointing losses this past weekend. But it's more so looking at Atlanta. Can you bounce back? Just like with the London Royal Ravens, can you bounce back from, I wouldn't say a devastating loss against Optic, but but just in general, a loss from Optic. Can you bounce back from that? Can you show no mercy against other teams and tell Optic, look, you know, you got us at our worst, but now this is the real Atlanta phase that you should worry about. And I think that's what's going to happen. I'm taking Atlanta over Seattle in a 3-0. So, going again right here. Um, now, this is a quick little stat right here. But this will be the first regular season matchup between Atlanta versus Seattle since their preseason matchup where Seattle won 3-1 over the Atlanta phase. So, I'm only going to do KDs right here. I'm not going to go into the kills for 10 minutes. And all that, but for KD and Hardpoint, uh, overall team ratio is 1.07 compared to Seattle's 1.01. So definitely this is going to be a back and forth matchup between both teams whenever it comes to those kills and who's going to be getting into the Hardpoint quicker than the other opponent. For S&D, your KD for the Atlanta face is a 1.2, while the Seattle Surge sits at a disappointing 0.93. So the Atlanta phase, I think, should honestly 6-0 the Seattle Surge, no problem, just by kills and not getting the the bomb planet or defused. And uh, going into first blood, definitely the Atlanta phase does have the slightest advantage over Seattle Surge at 54.2% compared to Seattle's 53.4%. And for your control... The Atlanta Fays definitely do need to step up in this category where KD is involved at just sitting at a 1 KD while the Seattle Surge sits at a 1.03 KD. So definitely the control is going to be an even out matchup. It's just going to be who gets on the control site faster and who can hold it down the longest. So again, I'm looking at phase to three of the Seattle Surge. I just cannot see phase losing to Seattle right now because they're 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 pissed off. They're really pissed off. They they went into a hostile territory off to Texas and they they were up to O in that winner's semifinals and and lost. Got reverse sweep by Optic and then got totally decimated five two in the grand finals of that major one tournament. So, you know, the Atlanta phase definitely went back to the drawing board and said, okay, this is what we did not do right against Optic, and let's fix that, and let's take it out on Seattle, see how it works. And I think that's what's going to happen. You're going to have a dominant 3-0 over Seattle. You're going to show your your true colors and, and look at the camera and say, look, Optic, you got us at our weakest, and now we're going to show you the real Atlanta phase. So when we see you in the major two finals, it ain't going to be no 5-2. It's going to be a quick you know, 5-0 for us. 6-0, whatever, <laughs> whatever the case is. So again, I'm looking at Seattle to lose 3-0 against Atlanta. And now my final matchup for the major two week one qualifying matches, ladies and gentlemen, is the Seattle Surge 
taking on Optic Texas in your marquee matchup for the Call of Duty League that Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is it is going to be your primetime matchup, so I'm not going to go over the surge stats right now because I just went over those with the Atlanta phase, but I will give you Optic's KDs in your first blood. So Optic Texas now, as it stands, sits at a 1.06 KD over Seattle's 1.01. Again, that could change depending on the Atlanta phase matchup. For Optics, first blood is a 48.6% chance of getting first blood. KD is a 1.02. And for your control, you got a 1.09 KD. So definitely these stats have tremendously came up since their first two to three losses at the start of the regular season. And I think they're just going to continue to go up. I think this is going to be a 3-0 against Surge as well. I think Optic is going to show that, hey, look, you know, we just beat the the most dominant team in all of Call of Duty League, and we're going to continue our dominance. This is the God Squad. So come at us, bro. That's what Optic's going to say. And they're going to take out on Surge, and Surge, I'm telling you, is just going to be the punching bag again this season. I think they've got gotten caught on to. And and it's showing. It's really showing right now. I just don't think Seattle Surge has got that that team. I thought so at the beginning of the year whenever they made the preseason finals against Toronto Ultra. But that never prevailed. It never prevailed. Surge did win their first two regular season matches, but then ever since then, they've been losing. They've been losing. And and when those wins they that they did have, it was a three two. So they barely even won those, like against a Minnesota Rocker. So Surge has gotten caught on to. They're going to now become the punching bag of the CDL yet again for three years in a row. And Optic is going to three of them, no problem. So those are my top three matches for week one of the major two qualifiers, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think? What is your top three matches going into this weekend? So next up, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to bring up Calvin Ridley and his suspension for violating NFL gambling policies. So the league states that Ridley bet on games during the 2021 NFL season after being placed on the NFI list. So if if y'all remember, Calvin Ridley took a mental break from football this past season. I think it was like maybe four or five games in, and then you know he announced, hey, look, I need to take a mental break from football. I'm going to come back next year stronger than ever. So that's fine and dandy. Well, now the news comes out that he's been betting on games. Now, Kevin Ridley has posted on Twitter saying that, hey, man, I only put down 1500 bucks, but you've lost $11 million? Oh, man, that's that's not good. But anyway, so Calvin Ridley has been suspended indefinitely at least through the 2022 season for violating NFL's gambling policy the league announced Monday afternoon. The league stated Ridley 
that readily bet on NFL games in the 2021 season during a five-day stretch in late November 2021 when he was away from the team on the reverse non-football illness list. The Falcons issued the following statement on the action taken against the receiver. We are first... We were first made aware of league's investigation on February 9th. We have cooperated fully in the investigation since receiving notice in support of the league's findings and actions. We're moving forward in the 2022 season with the decision that was made, with the decision that was fully made by the NFL, and any further questions on the investigation should be directed to the league office. In this announcement, the league included what Commissioner Roger Goodell wrote in a letter notifying Ridley of his suspension. There's nothing more fundamental to the NFL's success and the reputation of everyone associated with our league than upholding the integrity of the game. This is the responsibility of each and every player, coach, owner, game official, and anyone else employed in the league. Your actions put the integrity of the game at risk, threaten to damage public confidence, in in professional football and potentially undermine the reputations of your fellow players throughout the NFL. So for decades, gambling on NFL games has been considered among the most significant violations of the league's policy, warranting the most substantial sanction. In your case, I acknowledge and commend you for your promptly reporting for an interview and for admitting your actions. The league said an investigation found no evidence indicating inside information was used or the game was compromised. The NFL also stated that there was no evidence to suggest any awareness by coaches, staff, teammates, and other teammates on his betting activity. Ridley may apply for reinstatement to the league starting February 15th, 2023. He also has right to appeal the suspension. Ridley played, Ridley played just five games for the Falcons in 2021. He stepped away from the team on October 31st, saying in a statement that he was doing he was doing so to work on his mental well-being. He did not return and was placed on the NFI list on November 5th. Ridley was drafted number 26 overall in 2018 and has 248 receptions for 3,342 yards and 28 touchdowns over four seasons. The Falcons exercised his fifth-year option for the 2022 season last spring. So this is, you know, I don't know what to say. I mean, you're, you're already losing one of your best wide receivers already again for a full season. But at the same time, if you're the Falcons, the reports have already come out that you was already shopping to get a, get away from Calvin really. So what, if you're the Falcons, what do you do now? Do you go ahead and just keep them on the roster and let them play for you the following season, which will be the 2023 season? Or do you just send him away, get rid of some of that cap space that Ridley is holding up? and try to find you a new wide receiver number one or I mean, I mean, what, what just happens me personally, if I'm the Falcons, I just go ahead and and send you away. Like I send you to another team that is in a rebuilding phase like the Seahawks 
Uh, I wouldn't send them to Denver or Green Bay because, you know, they just got their quarterbacks. But I would send you to a team that is kind of in that lower mix, like maybe the Washington football team, or I'm sorry, the Washington Commanders now. I would send you somewhere like that. I don't want nothing to do with you because whenever you were playing for us this past season, we we put you in that wide receiver one position because we thought you were the next Julio Jones. No. <laughs> no, you, you were called on to very quickly. You were double teamed and you couldn't have handled the pressure. Didn't score hardly any touchdowns, maybe one or two at most. You did you did get a lot of receiving yards, but not not the touchdowns. So I'm looking at this situation. If I'm the Falcons, I'm breaking away from you. Let's go ahead, send you to another team, and let's just try to really have this rebuild going to happen. But restructure around Matt Ryan with fresh players, let Matt Ryan play, and then boom, you know, we, we draft a quarterback. I don't know, but this is this would be my option if I were the Atlanta Falcons, to go ahead and get rid of Calvin Ridley. Because I don't want to be paying you. The no, I mean, again, no team really wants to pay a player just to sit on the sidelines. They really don't. But if a team is desperate enough to really sit there and wait for that one particular player to get off of the suspension list, I could really see the Patriots or the Washington Commanders really taking a shot at Calvin Ridley this year. Because what do you think about Calvin Ridley? Do you think he just did no wrong that all these players bet on NFL games and just no one really mentions a word about it? Calvin Ridley just got caught. And what do you think of the suspension? Do you think it's too long of a suspension? Do you think it should have been shorter, longer, or just no suspension at all? Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below or on Twitter at Morgan on Twitter. Of course, all that will be in the link or excuse me, the description below for you guys to check that out. But anyways, guys, that is all the time I have for today's episode. I sure hope you did enjoy it. If you did, make sure to like button wherever you are listening from. Again, Apple Podcasts, Good Pod HQ, Spotify iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast from. Until then, I'm Kip Morgan. We'll catch you all there. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.